Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show. You just walk out of your annual review meeting. Once again, you were robbed of the raise that you deserve. It has been years since your last decent increase in salary. You have tried to ask for a raise many times with your boss, but often receive the same old rejections. You started to feel more pressure financially as the inflation and the price keep going up while your income is staggering. You thought about exploring other career, but you truly enjoy what you do and the people that you work with. You ask yourself, "What can I do to get the income that I deserve? Do I have to quit my job just to keep my finance up? What can I do to give myself a raise?" Welcome to episode twenty-three: How to get yourself a raise without begging your boss. Turn your passions into your income streams. First. I want to thank all the listeners who just tuned into our episode, and yes, I want to assure you that today is not Wednesday. Your podcast player did not make a mistake, and the daylight saving did not go back that far. We have encountered a little technical difficulties with our audio, so we're not able to launch correctly on Wednesday morning. To all the listeners who are expecting our show during your morning drive, we sincerely apologize. And we are definitely glad to make it up by accompanying yours on this very beautiful day. Now, before we jump into our episode, I want to remind all the listeners that Life Plus a podcast has just recently launched our very own online publication on Medium. It's Life Business Insider. You can find the link to our publication in the show description. Another exciting news is that we have also launched our very own Patreon page. To offer special benefits to our patrons, to become a patron, you will be able to join our very own Discord group, which you can interact with me and others to share your experiences, resources, questions, or knowledge. You will also get additional bonus episode, invitation to workshop, networking events, or an online one-on-one coaching with me, so we can work together to help you to achieve the success in personal, financial, and career. Now, with all that being said, 
I also want to let all the listeners know that I will be featured as a guest in the upcoming Redunculus podcast. So if you have not get the chance to go see them or subscribe to them, just go on YouTube or utilizing the link I'll be attaching to my show description. Now, let's kick off the show with some positive and inspiring news. Our news today are brought to you by CNN The Good Stuff, written by Amanda Jackson. The headline is, NICU nurse reunited with her patient from three decades ago while treating his son. Little Zenet Cowell's early arrival into this world led to a surprise reunion for his father and the nurse who cared for them both. Zenit was born on January 30 in New Brunswick, New Jersey, 10 weeks before his expected due date. It came out of nowhere. I just started having contractions, Renata Fretland, Zenit's mother told CNN. He wasn't having any of it. He wanted to come out. Fretland, 34 years old, and her fiancé, David Carwell, packed up their cars and headed to the hospital. The same hospital where Carwell was born prematurely more than three decades ago. Zanet was admitted to the neonatal intensive care unit, which we call NICU, at the Children's Hospital at St. Peter's University, where his mother said he is getting stronger every day. Three days later, the new parents were at home with Carwell, 33 years old, wanted to look at his baby pictures to see how much his son resembled him. As Frendon was flipping through the photos, one of them struck her as familiar. I saw the picture and I knew right away it was the nurse Lisa, Frendon said. He didn't believe me and said, there's no way, it's not possible. Lisa McCowan, a NICU nurse, had been caring for Zenith since he was born and now a photo from decades ago shows he has also cared for Kawa, the father. We have so many babies who cross our path, and we have had many who say they had a relative here, but it's never hit so close to home where it's a father and son, McCowan told my central jersey. It has been a very special surprise. Frightened shared images on Facebook showing McCowan cradling Zenith and recreating the image from years ago. The nearly three-week-old baby is already a social media star with his mom's post being shared more than 24,000 times and counting. The new mom said she didn't expect the post to get the response it has, but the attention has helped take her mind off her recovery from the tough pregnancy and when Zenith will be discharged from NICU, in the meantime, she says he is very strong and likes to hold on to people's finger really tight. So here, at Light Plus Up, we welcome you to the world, Zenith, and thank you for sharing with us this beautiful stories. That is definitely remarkable to see that you have the same nurse as your father who been treated 30 years ago. So we hope that you continue to grow strong and the very best for your family and hope that you'll be doing well and recover soon. Now, Let's go ahead and take a short break and hear what our sponsor has to say. Welcome back. Now, do you know in recent years, we have all heard how great the economy is. 
We have also heard how unemployment is at an all-time low, but only a few of us actually see our finances and life improves. Do you know that the annual inflation rate of United States till January of this year is 2.5 percent? But did your salary increase at least by 2.5 percent this year? If your answer is no, then you know the reason why you haven't feel any positive impact from economic growth, or even you might feel worse than before. There are two ways to increase your income. You can choose to invest or establish a new income stream. With the market continue to decline due to the uncertainty from coronavirus or your gas fuel war between Russia and Saudi Arabia, investing may come with a serious risk. However, to develop an additional income stream is not easy. It's challenging and time-consuming. But what if I tell you that there are ways for you to generate income just from your hobbies and passion? For over 15 years as a life coach, I have dedicated myself to help others to achieve success in personal, financial, and career. In my profession, I have seen many individuals struggle in their finance due to staggering wages, failing in investment. Were unable to establish an additional income stream. Through coaching, researching, and working together, I was able to help these individuals to overcome challenges by successfully creating an additional income stream, just by doing what they love in their spare time. So let's get started. The first hobby that you can explore is to be a podcaster. Let me ask you. Have you ever thought of being paid just to talk? Do you enjoy talk shows or sometimes participate or call in from time to time? If you are a person who loves to give advice, share your views, or enjoy controversial arguments, then podcast is the best answer for you. Do you know? Based on the last Edison research, half of United States listen to the podcast. And the sizes of demographic continue to grow. Each podcast offers its own character, and each genre has a massive listenership. If you have a passion for teaching and helping people through knowledge and experience, you can start a self-improvement podcast just like this one. If you enjoy talking about sports with a few of your buddies by the water cooler, why not start a sports podcast to make a few bucks, right? If you love mystery or ghost stories, have you ever thought about getting paid for expanding your hobbies? For whatever topics that you are passionate to talk about, there is a podcast genre for you. If you are interested in having your very own podcast and make it into an income stream, let's talk about how to set it up. In this day and age, there are many platforms such as Popping, Anchor, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google, or even YouTube to help you to launch your very own podcast. For a starter, I will recommend choosing Popping or Anchor as your first platform. Why? Oh well, first they are entirely free to use and require no minimum listenership. My own podcast, Life Plus Up, by Kevin Yang, 
was launched and currently hosted by Anchor. The platform offers a lot of tutorials and resources to help any beginners to get their first episode going. Anchor also provides a library of free music to add more colors to your podcast along with different tools to edit your audio recording. The best part about Anchor that I think is that you will ask to be your first ad sponsor just to start generating some immediate income. Your Anchor ad normally run for $15 CPM, which means for every 1,000 downloads, you will get $15 deposit into your bank account. And another great benefit of Anchor is that you will assist the user in finding the right sponsors so you can start cashing in on your own ad spaces. As your listener base grows, you will start to see more opportunities to sell ads, seek donations from listeners, collaborate with other podcasters, or even become a spokesperson for the business. Like any business, being a podcaster takes a lot of time and dedication. If you are passionate about expressing your view vocally, this can be a great additional income string once you mature. Now, what happens if your hobby is being a photographer? If photography is your hobby and you love to take pictures of your adventures and share them with your friends on social media, or if your first reaction when the food arrives is to take out your cell phone to snack the first pick, then I think you might just discover a new income stream based on that particular passion. In this day and age, with the continuous evolution of cell phone cameras and increasing needs of social media engagement, millions of photos are being shared and taken daily. With the need to take the best pictures just to get more likes or attention, people have become more and more skilled in taking photographs along with other apps and tools. Some of the pictures taken by an average people currently circulating on social media can often compete with real professional photographers. Images and photos have always been critical factors in delivering message to the viewer. From websites to presentations, novels to blogs, marketing letters, even to marketing posters, you can see that image and photography is being used. It's needed everywhere. So more than ever, with continued increased demands of more photos from the media, there's a lot of business opportunities. If you are a photo enthusiast and you take a tons of photos throughout your day, it may be some time to cash in on those photos that are currently occupying 80% of your phone memory. Many photo and images sites are helping daily photographers like you to get paid on your photos. Sites like Onsplash, Pixabay, and Pixels are great platforms to submit your pictures for others to use. These sites provide the public with free images to download and get compensated through ads and traffic. If your images are accepted with each download, you can make a small income from it. If you consistently produce great pictures and photos, you can consider submitting them to companies like iStock Photo, Adobe Stock, even Shutterstock. These sites are premium platform which the user has to pay for membership in order to utilize their photos. Since they get paid through their members, they actively welcome more high quality submissions. Unlike many sites that take away your copyrights, 
These premium sites help you to sell your work through their platform and give you a percentage whenever your image are used. Recently, just on Shutterstock, they announced that their users has made over a total of $500 million on their site. So next time, when you decide to snap a pic, think about the money that you can actually make from it. Now, if you just like to write and you enjoy sharing your thoughts through words, then being a blogger might be a great way for you to create an income stream. Are you fond of writing advice and provide tutorial for others? Or do you simply love to write reviews of your adventures or restaurants? If you are passionate about writing, then this will be a great way for you to combine your income stream and passion together. In the recent years, people's reading habits and methods to absorb information has changed drastically. When is the last time you bought an actual newspaper and read in public with your hands held wide? Not recently, right? Most of the people these days glue themselves to their phones or tablets. They will scroll up and down on their screens just to get the latest news, entertainment gossips, or even public safety announcements. How often does your phone send you a push notification concerning another breaking news, right? If you are a user of Flipboard, BuzzFeed, or even Google Assistant, then you are not a stranger to our blogs or online published articles. While you're reading another third-hand reporting of a current news or self-improvement article, have you ever thought that maybe you can do this too? Being a blogger or an online columnist is now easier than ever. All of us have stories to tell, advice to give, or even opinions to argue with. Since you are passionate about writing, why not start benefiting from them by making an income with each read from your reader? Medium is an online platform for everyone to share their ideas, experiences, knowledge, and creativity. Anyone can set up an account for free to start publishing their own works and stories for others to read. Every account can read up to five stories a month for free. If you want to read more, you just have to be upgraded into a paid membership. When you are publishing a story on Medium, you can select the option to make your story to be included in the Medium Partnership Program. By joining the program will allow the writer to make money from every read. Remember, you don't have to be a paid member to become a writer for Medium. If your works are truly amazing, and bring value to other readers, you will start to attract followers and build a reader base. It is not uncommon for writers to make up a couple of hundred dollars a month if they publish consistently, have a big follower base, able to show their stance and principle. So if you are a person who loves to write, this will be an excellent income stream to bring some bucks to your bank account. So whether it is a poem, advice, sports view, or even restaurant review. You can start cashing in on those fantastic work of yours by setting up a Medium today. But if you just recently started on Medium, sometimes it will take you a little time to go ahead and build up your base. It is often advised that you publish your work through a publication. 
So this is a good time that you can consider using Life Business Insider, our very own online publications to show your work to our followers and start making your stamp on Medium. So I will say next time, when you decide to put that five-star review on Yelp, why not make it a little longer and post it for the whole world to see while you're cashing in some money. For over 15 years, I dedicated myself to help others to achieve success in core components of life, personal, financial, and career. Throughout my career, I have encountered many, many people who struggle to achieve success due to lack of income resulted from staggering wages, market turbulence, or lousy investment selections. To help these individuals to overcome their financial challenges, I help them to find additional income by turning their passions into income streams. So next time, when you think about asking your boss for a raise, why not start cashing in on your hobbies? All right, I hope everyone likes this episode. Now, let's jump into our mailbag session to see what are some questions that we didn't get the chance to answer last week. Our first question is from a listener in New York. Hey, Kevin. Recently, I have been thinking about buying a home in Manhattan. However, what is the difference between condo and co-op? Because it does seem a little confusing. Great. Thank you for your question. It is definitely exciting to start the journey of becoming a homeowner. I would suggest you that before you start the process, you should take a look into my previous episode, episode four, getting on the home ownership train, or episode three, debunking myth for mortgage rookies with my guest, Michael Spakoski. In those episodes, you'll be able to learn the fundamentals of how to buy a home, and it can apply for any states in US. But now just for Manhattan or in New York in general, there are different type of property type. And the most common that you will see in New York is co-op or condominiums. The biggest difference between co-op and condominiums is the ownership issue. In the co-op, you own an interest or a share in the entire building along with other owners that occupy this building. But in the condo, it's a private residence in the multi-unit structure, which includes the ownership of commonly used property, like your gardens or gyms. And the biggest difference you can also tell is one has a maintenance fee, while the other one has a management fees to run the buildings. So those are things that you want to know. And one thing I will always say is, is that if you want to go for a co-op, this is a time that realtor is very important because often when you purchase a co-op in New York, there is a board approval that will be needed. Aside from just the normal transaction between you and the seller, you also have to convince the board or your neighbor who run the buildings that you are going to be a trustworthy person to join this big community. So it often takes a lot of documents and a lot of buildings have their own rules as well too. But one thing I will say is that if you actually have a co-op, sometimes the price is cheaper than a condo. But most importantly is that people genuinely care about their own share and their own interests. So they will make sure that they do the necessary improvement to make this building function. While if you are sharing your private residence with tons of other people, 
and only have a common ownership on certain different properties, you might not get the level of the care that co-op often have. So those are one thing you can think about. And at the end, it's up to you to see which one gives you the best feeling because, like I said, buying a home is not an easy process. Now, our second question is from our listeners here in New York as well, too, in regards to the previous episode that we have. Hey, Kevin, thank you for introducing the app Sift. I have a question is that I cannot locate my credit cards in their directory. What should I do? Once again, another great question. First of all, I will say that there are so many credit cards in the market right now. Sometimes it's really hard to keep up to. But you have to look into to see if your credit card just recently changed a name. What I have discovered when I use a SIF application is that sometimes the bank changed the name of the product and they still have the same term. If you are looking into your credit card, the best way is to refer to your bank and see what are the previous product that your card was using and then what is the new name. If you still cannot find any info, you can always contact SIF directly by sending them the info of the car and they will be able to upload it for you. I will say it will not affect how they will activate your price protections and other benefits. To me, it has helped me to save a lot of money like I discussed in our previous episode, how to save without compromising lifestyle, that you will be able to get push notification when every time that you are prices dropped or a warranty can be activated so that's a great option and i'm glad that you guys are starting to look into it now our final question is actually from a listeners in california kevin i have been following your podcast since episode four when are you coming to california and if i become a patron will you be hosting networking events that's locally here that's a great question so far i have not seen any californian patrons so you might be able to become my first one. So back to your questions. This year, one of my goal is to have an event with my listener to go ahead and share the experiences and also thank you guys for this amazing journey. As long as we have enough listenership requesting, then we can start organizing. Our Patreon page is still new and then we're still trying to gather more and more patrons so we can go ahead and start thinking about what is the best location to host it. So if you guys want me to host this particular event, I would say start submitting your questions as long as I know that where all my listeners are and that might be my first destination to set our very first networking events for Life Plus Our Podcast. But before that, I hope to go ahead and still stay here every Wednesday to bring some resources, knowledges, and some joy to your life and some positivity to get that life plus that you guys are looking forward for. So with that being said, that will be the last question of this episode. I will hope to see you guys all again next Wednesday at Life Plus Up Podcast. As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description, you'll be able to find the overview of our contents, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. 
Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. And if you have a question for my guests or for myself, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember, success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.